Hello, listeners. Thanks once again for tuning in. If you're digging this podcast, please, please, please go to iTunes and rate and review. Deborah and I love doing this show, and good reviews help us continue to bring fun guests and great albums to you. Thanks to all of you who have already rated and reviewed. You know who you are. We know who you are. And we look forward to reading some new ones. And now... Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here, they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and also not so great. Yeah, we all get to listen to it through their ears. Joel, it's nice to see you. It's nice to see you. We have rearranged where we are, so now we are staring at each other. It's really nice to make eye contact constantly. I was saying before uh, that... uh, now we can see if when we each roll our eyes at each other's whatever anybody says. What was the setup? I was there. Before. <laughs> I was there. But then you can still look at each yeah. other. Yeah, but I would then roll my eye with heads. one eye. <laughs> we'd ha- it would have to be a very purposeful look. It, we'd have to like make eye contact. I'd have to raise my eyebrows and go, Joel, that joke again. <laughs> <laughs> it would take 10 seconds. <laughs> now it's going to be such a quick. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, what segment are we going to do today, Deb? Oh, my goodness. Which one to pick from? Yeah. Um, how about we start with uh, this particular song is very, very important to me. Yes. The only other segment we've ever done. Exactly. Shall we do mine? Yeah. That uh, good. This is called the title. I never knew. It's by Goldfrap. Do you know Goldfrap? Yeah. Ish. It's, it, yeah. I, I, I'm the same way. I know yeah. them ish. Yeah. I've got three songs by them um, in my giant iTunes <laughs> humble brag uh, playlist <laughs> of all my songs. <laughs> And they're all sort of, they have the same tone to them. I'm not sure if I'd, I'll ever dig deep on them, but yeah. they, uh, this is called Love, I didn't know the title of it for song. It's called uh-huh. Lovely Head, which uh, is way more sexual than I thought. Um, oh, yeah. I or is it talking about someone with a good face? It, yeah, Maybe it's a double think, entendre. My yeah. brain goes to that first, like, like good brain. Yeah. And a then, good head on your shoulders. Yeah. Yes. When I looked at the lyrics, it feels way more just that she's she is talking about someone that she really loves. Describing a blowjob as lovely is very funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's this British man. Well, that was lovely head, wasn't it? I'm a sucker for this kind of tone of almost, is it Sergio Leone? Yeah. Uh, the sort of uh, I think so, Clint Eastwood movie, Spaghetti Western. Uh-huh. Um, that whistle. Yes. It, yeah. It's sort of old-timey, and then there's like these new technology sounds that they use. to it in 2002 uh, which is when this Missy Elliott album came out this, um, I think the uh, Missy no. Elliott album came out in 2002 yeah. said, didn't you say 1992 no 2002, no, 2002. oh yeah. god please Come edit on. that out you gotta listen <laughs> I, what you a, gotta listen I'm a real dumb head right now <laughs> your head is not lovely <laughs> oh, lovely the head's lovely but inside is just trash <laughs> was not listening. Um, This is why we make eye contact now. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I looked at the lyrics for the first time today, and I was, and it's really kind of a a sweet, um, mysterious song. It does capture the same tone. The lyrics capture the same tone as the the actual music. I don't know. It's just like a complete picture to me. I I like that. I Um, think I like Gold Frap. I like that song. It's different than I thought it would sound. Mm-hmm. If you're not smoking a cigarette, oh, this yeah. feels like um. Oh, this might be Lana used in Del Rey. Ads. Oh, 
Oh, oh yeah. That's what I yeah. think of. Yeah. There's like a concert where the, like the lead singer is just like sitting on stage smoking a cigarette the whole time. Por- Portishead. Yes. This yes. reminds me a lot of Portishead. Yeah. Oh, I can die now. Yeah. Oh, another head. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that was some Porter's head. Thank you very much. I don't know Porter's head. <laughs> um, it's very much like this. Yeah. They're very and very she popular in the '90s, I think. Sits on a stage and smokes a cigarette. And That's sings. my connection to it. Is That's just like very funny. Surrounded by smoke. Like I, I never saw her in concert. It was like a video I saw, or I, I think um. a, a live concert. But um, it was some like she just felt so smooth and just smoking that cigarette. I want to be that cool that I'm like, I'm going to give him a show. I'm going to sing and I'm going to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, I'm going to come. You smoked for two hours. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you dead? <laughs> this music is made for people to have sex too. Yeah. Yeah, it is fuck music. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of. Is this, is that my intro to my, my <laughs> fuck music? Um, so this song I picked is the song Reproduction from the movie Grease 2. Are you guys familiar with that movie? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's very bad. Uh, oh, or very <laughs> oh, good. Fighting words. <laughs> so I grew up watching Grease 2. It's one of my favorite all-time movies. I'm very aware of what it is, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, anything that gets the pollen to the pistols right on the list. I'll try to make it cr- I love this movie. And even as a kid, I'm very square, I think, comparatively, especially to a, a lot of our friends and in the community that we're in. Like, I'm, I'm pretty square. And why this frenzied chlorophyll is orgy starchy spring is no enigma. I'm from a square family, and um, this my, my sister and I loved this movie, and I would watch it over and over and over again. The soundtrack is amazing. This song is called Reproduction. It's a, a classroom where Tab Hunter is the teacher teaching these uh, high schoolers about reproduction, and it's just filthy, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> Anywhere I could get, like, filthiness in my music, mm-hmm. I was very into, because I felt dirty without being, That's like, That's so dirty. funny. I love that, that you listening to dirt was like, ooh, I'm That's, being bad. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I, you putting that into words made me go, oh, I still do that. <laughs> I still am like, are people watching me right now? Is that my, are my cheeks flushed? Oh, that's so funny. I love that. But now we are dealing with sexual response. Are there any questions before we begin reading? Is it possible the female member of some sex on a couch could like get this guy all hot and she never even knew it? I never missed at school, like speaking of square. Uh, but I missed one day, and that was the day in life science, we called it, in seventh grade, where the teacher talked about sex. That is crazy that it was one day. Yeah. <laughs> and if you missed it, yeah. Yeah. good luck. Reproduction, reproduction, baby, give it to me now. Reproduction, I don't even remember it at my school at all, which says a lot. Yeah. I don't remember it either at my school. I found out about sex because in the library I found a book called Our Bodies, Our Minds, Ooh, I think. I've, I, which is like a picture familiar. book and it describes sex. And I I think I was like six. And I remember reading it and I was like, oh my That's God. <laughs> and then I brought it to my mother and I said, did daddy do this to you? <laughs> she was like, yes. And I was like, well, I'm very mad. <laughs> oh like, no, it's okay. We both wanted it. I was like, you wanted that? I like just couldn't fathom. I was like, why is something going inside of you? Because in my brain, I was like, you stabbed my mom with that thing? Yeah. That's, I feel like. No, that makes total for And six I ruined my sister's day. I was like, this is what Teddy does to me. <laughs> older or younger sister? Older. Oh, thank God. But a year and a half older. But uh, I would say more innocent than me. Yeah. Like, uh, if I ever say pussy around her, she goes, Nicole, you are bad. <laughs> oh. She's like, she and I would get along very well. 31 going on 75. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when a boy and girl don't know how to play it safe. 
the pollen go? This was sort of like a story that was told over and over again in my family. I was probably seven or eight, and we were in a motel somewhere on the way to Florida from Texas. And my brother and I were in one bed, and my mom and dad were in their bed, and they were reading. The lights on our side were out, and there was it was like my brother and I were trying to go to sleep. And so it, it was like at least 15 minutes of silence while my parents were reading. And then I went, Mom, what's a tampon? <laughs> uh, I didn't know at all what it was uh, that's why I asked the question, but I had no idea the implication of it. Like what uh, it was that if it was a like it's not like a forbidden thing, but it's such a huge topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, I remember them telling that story when we got to Florida, and they told that story to all the other adults, and I was like, mm, I feel ashamed. <laughs> oh no! Still Did they ever know. tell you what a tampon? Do you was? want us to tell you? Yeah, could you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's uh, this awful thing. Yeah, that it's you like put stabbing. up your butt. You right? Yeah, you yourself. put it right up your butt. <laughs> it's a really fun song. I love the music for Grease too, and yeah, I, I do think it's a movie. If you go and watch it now, if you've never seen it, you will hate it. Mm-hmm. It's a bad movie, but, but it's but fun. If you grew up watching yeah. it, it, it's so fun. The music, I think, the music is much better than the original Grease because it's every no kidding, really. song is double entendre. Oh, really? <laughs> you could disagree. Well, no, I was thinking. I was like, huh, I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's in that, right? Michelle Pfeiffer's yes. in it. She, uh, I mean, but uh, there's songs, Let's Do It For Our Country. Hmm. Um, we're going to score tonight. That's about bowling. But it's all about, <laughs> every song is about fucking. And it's. Yeah, more so. Uh, yeah, you're right. More so than the original. But they do in Grease Lightning, the Chicks Will Cream that's and all true. that. That's true. But that, that's really raw. <laughs> but this yeah. one, I also p- I picked this because Missy Elliott. We're going to start talking about her in just a second. I'm going to uh, just blew it. I blew it. No, I already mentioned that. Um, mentioned okay, that. good. Um, but she, she is so sex positive and feminist and all, all of these wonderful things that are needed. And yeah. that movie to me, it's a feminist movie. It's not perfect in its yeah. fe- feminism, but it's a feminist movie. It's she want. it's on her terms. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's the flip of Greece. And it's, mm. it, I'm so glad that that was my favorite over Greece, because I think it was a positive, more positive message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greece is a terrible message to yeah. little girls. Horrible. Yeah. If uh, if you like a boy, change everything for him. Yep. One of the first I body shaming. <laughs> yeah. Me going like I should put these chips down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, yeah. I didn't. My brain was like absorb. <laughs> my brain was absorbing that, and I'm like, God. Yeah. But it's- that song is kicking. And it's not like ladies what are looking at. Song? You better shape up. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, you're the one that I, I want. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And he changes for her, but it's like, you put on a fucking sweater, dude. <laughs> yeah, barely. You did nothing. Barely, yeah. You did nothing. Yeah. She started smoking for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're still with us, thank you. <laughs> uh, Nicole Byer is a comedian, actress, and writer from New Jersey. She performs regularly at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater out here in L.A., uh, search history is that your regular yes yes yes, yes. 11 p.m on sundays it's so late that's a <laughs> great cast though what a what a wonderful group of people funny yeah people. very fun lots of ladies and then drew tarver yeah Yay. yeah regular cast member on party over here rest in peace rest in peace uh we did a scene together we did a it was a, a sketch. Yes, yes, yes. It was like it a, was uh, about transvaginal mesh. Yes, we had to say that, or you had to say I had that to over say and it over, over and over and <laughs> over again. She's also been on TV shows such as Transparent, Family Guy, BoJack Horseman, and movies such as Other People and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. She's currently on a show called Loosely Exactly Nicole on Facebook. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Facebook is doing original content and nobody understands it. Because in the comments, people will be like, I can't wait for this to be on TV. And I'm like, nope, it's here. It's you here. watch the whole Just episode. Watch it Just watch here. It's yeah. okay. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. The episodes are shorter, which is a weird thing. Yeah. Usually episodes are like 22, 23 minutes, but yeah. we're doing 18, 19. Oh, weird. Does that throw it off? For you, uh, it just like makes your B story more of a runner, mm. which uh, I don't think anyone watching it will go, huh? Yeah, I'm not fulfilled by the B storyline. <laughs> right. I think right. you're just like, oh, it moves a little quicker. Yeah. Uh, but they've been like pretty hands off in the shooting process. It's like it's a dream. Yeah. Okay. And so season one is up. And season one is up, and season two comes out. I don't know when. <laughs> I think sometime next year. I think. Yeah. I don't know when 2018. Yes, I don't know when 2018. So by the time this comes out, maybe it'll be out. Yeah, That's true, and yeah. we'll have a date that we could post with it. Oh, what oh, a dream. What a treat. Wouldn't that be 
such synergy. And then we'll wait. I'll wait for my television to bring it to me. <laughs> That's how that <laughs> well, will work. Well, you can watch it on TV if you have the Facebook like Apple TV app. It's too complicated. It's not. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> Is it? Because yeah. I'm, I'm a person who's like, too complicated? I'm so sorry. I won't do it. Yeah. But I downloaded it and then was using it and I was like, oh, this isn't shitty. This is like actually pretty good. Then I was like, when will Facebook tell people? I don't know mm. when. Maybe it's your, that's your mission. My mission is to be like, oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to show to you podcast. on the app how to get there? <laughs> Knock on people's doors. They will up. give you notifications when they change one thing on the interface, but they haven't told anyone how to get to the content you can watch. It's I'll catch up eventually. It's interesting. I'll catch up. It's been very cool. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, what is this album that is very, very important to you? This album is Missy Elliott's Under Construction. Right. I, growing up, loved, I didn't realize it until now, but I loved black women who were strong and powerful and like sex positive and body positive. And Missy was fat for a long time. She was fat. Probably up until this album. I think this is the first album where she like lost a little she bit of weight. She talks about a lot in the album, so yeah. I feel like it's... But she still like new. owns that she's bigger than everybody else. Yeah. And I just... I guess I didn't realize as a kid that like I needed to hear that. Because mm. I was always fat. I was the only black kid in my class. It was me and my sister. And it was just nice to like watch a black woman <clears throat> be... Uh, be the center of attention. And not apologize for taking up space. Mm. And... She was just uh, fun, like yeah. a lot. Like it wasn't like it wasn't gangster rap. It wasn't. She wasn't trying to be hard. She wasn't like like Lil Kim was like I love to fuck. That's my thing. I'm little and I'ma suck your dick. And then Missy's like I'll suck your dick, but we'll also have a good time. <laughs> Lovely head. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal, y'all? This is Missy Elliott giving y'all magazine writers, radio cats, listeners, or plain old haters a small piece of, of my album, which is titled Under Construction. Under Construction simply states that I'm a work in progress. I'm working on myself. You know, uh, ever since Aaliyah passed, I view life in a, a more valuable... I love this. Yeah. I think just the idea of, like, being under construction, mm -hmm. yes. just having it explained to me was really nice to just go like, oh, we are all under construction. Uh -huh. That's mm -hmm. a fucking great way to put progress. it. Progress. Mm -hmm. No one's ever perfect. If you think you're perfect, then you're not. I don't. That sounds. Well, so I think dumb, if you but. think you're perfect, then like you're confused about what life is. Yeah. yeah. If you're not evolving, then like what are you doing? Yeah. I like that I'm constantly working on something. Because mm -hmm. yeah. if not, then you get bored. Yes. Yeah. If, I, I'm very content in my life. I like where my life is, but I'm, I'm still like, no, I'm constantly trying to be a better person. I'm trying to be kinder to people. I'm trying mm -hmm. to be this. I'm trying to be that. And like, it, it's a constant thing that mentioned right there where she talks about yes. Donald Trump. Yes. It's, he's been mentioned so many times in so many songs and referenced in pop culture as like, not good. <laughs> it's so crazy here. I feel like he's mentioned as good though. Oh wait, what is it? What does she say? She's like, if um, Bill Gates and Donald Trump don't have, feel like they have to fight. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't think it's like praising him necessarily. Uh -huh. Both of them got paper, yeah. Gain respect from, you know, not even respect from, but just like rock and roll. And it took us a lot of hard work to get here. So all that hate and animosity between folks, you need to kill it with a skillet. You don't see Bill Gates and Donald Trump arguing with each other. Okay. Both of them got paper and they got better shit to do. Get more paper. Yeah, she's talking about the hip hop she's community. She's saying it's good. Yeah. But I mean... She wrong. He petty. Yeah. <laughs> he a very petty man. Yeah. We all she thought he was it. sort of no. harmless back then, I think. Donald Trump was like, yeah, he was oh, just like a, clown. a man who seemed to have money. It's interesting the way Donald Trump presents his money is the way black people present their money. Hmm. I mean, this is like a generalization of black people with money, but a lot of black people will wear chains and stuff. So like, you know, from the outside that I have money and that you don't have to like be afraid of me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like Donald Trump has like gold toilets. So it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like for what purpose? Yeah. You're Just a nice white man. It, like, yeah. what do you? <sighs> it is crazy. Like we, we all thought he was harmless up until literally like November yeah. when he won. We were like, oh, fuck. Harmful. He's harmful. I mean, I was very much of the train that was like, we have to take him seriously, please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're underestimating the generation of like now. Yeah. Like the fact that people were like, is Puerto Rico really part of oh, America? God. I'm like, we're all dumb. <laughs> Everyone here is very dumb. Oh. <laughs> we need to talk more. It's so painful. All right. So go to the floor. Haters keep on hating cause them don't worry we Them don't worry we, you're me, you're Timothy 
M-I-S-E, slim down my body Bang, bang to the boogie, ooh wee Player keep on playing, watch me do my duty So this year, this came out in 2002. Yes. I was a sophomore in high school. Maybe I was a junior when this came out because I met my best friend. I was in New Jersey. I met my best friend, John Mason, and we bonded over this album. We bonded over, I think she's wearing pink Air Force Ones on the album cover. Yeah, so she's wearing pink Air Force Ones, and John and I bonded over our love of the different color Air Force One, Nike Air Force Ones that had come out. And then we both loved Missy Elliott, and then we would just drive around in my little uh, Mitsubishi Mirage blasting this album. Was this your first, were you into Missy Elliott from the start? No. So I found this album and then I went back and listened to Missy So Addictive and then I found Super Duper Fly and I was just like, all this is great. This is, Mm -hmm. oh, and then the real world. Yeah, so I was uh, a little ahead and I had to play catch up. Yeah. All perfect albums. It was her videos that I first saw that were just so visually she just was so fresh mm-hmm. and weird weird very weird like yeah. unapologetically weird yeah and i liked that that's like a like i love whoopi goldberg and that's like another reason why i like whoopi uh-huh. she doesn't look conventionally like other people yeah. and i was like i don't look like other people i like this this yeah. i want to consume this yeah, yeah. But you're, I think you're probably thinking of Super Duper Fly where she wears that garbage bag. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't grow up with cable, so I never saw that. Yeah. We didn't have internet either. We had dial-up, and it was hard to watch things. <laughs> but, uh, like, I would see those videos, and I was like, ah, I want more. I yeah. love this. Yeah. All night long, I hope you all came prepared. It's 5 o'clock, and we ain't going nowhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, we. And with a guy with the cash, choose me. Oh, yeah. So your friend, John Mason. Mm-hmm. So what was life like before John Mason? I had good friends, but like John and I, John was a little fat man and we just became like two little peas in a pod. Twins. Yeah, yeah. little twins. Was he in your grade? You met him at school? Yes. So my sister had met him the year before and was like, hey, this kid John is very funny. Uh, he's in... I think he's like, he said that he was in your chemistry class. And I was like, oh, he's funny? Okay, I'll talk to him. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine. And I guess I was a little bit of a bully growing up because I was like, I heard you're funny, make me laugh. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, not funny. <laughs> and then we started talking and then we became very, very close. Yeah, this is like the soundtrack to our lives. Mm. That's great. Is this the main album you listened to that year? Uh, yes. Yes, and then when the album after this is This Is Not A Test, then we like just played that on repeat. Yeah. And then Missy has like not come out with another album since the cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. But she's sick. She's got Graves Graves disease. disease. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like the first, I feel like the first person to do pop hip hop. Like, uh, she's like fun. She like threw it back to like a Sugar Hill Gang. Like, yeah, this a is hip a real hop, a hip hop. Yeah. Like that was like, uh, no one's threatening anybody with that. It's just like <laughs> really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just like, like even this beat makes me so happy. I had a girlfriend in high school. She she was listening to the music that uh, she preferred. She liked like wham and and she would just start dancing uh mm-hmm. while she was uh listening to it and i was i always thought i'm never i'm not that i'm not that type of person <laughs> to do that and then i was uh, walking around this neighborhood listening to this and i just started <laughs> her beats are so there's fun they're fun it's and they're really magical contagious. and they like yeah. take you somewhere yeah like uh what is this song I put my thing down, flip it, reverse it. Uh, oh. Work it. Work, work it. it. Yeah. Work it, I think, is such an infectious beat. Just everything about it. Like, even the beginning, you're just like, what's going to come next? <laughs> oh. Boom. Boom. I love it so much. And then the flip it and reverse it. I'm not a smart woman. Things go straight over my head. <laughs> but like when I first heard her like flip it and reverse it, I completely understood what she was doing. And I was like, I feel so smart. I, I get that. it. 
it. I'm in on it. And then the video is so fun. She's wearing that denim outfit. Her hair is all spiky. And then she just like does a lot of like camera tricks and yeah. stuff. It's just, yeah. everything is so thought out. And I appreciate an artist who thinks about every aspect of something. Yeah. My impression of her off this album and the videos and everything is like, she is in control. Yeah. Yes. And I fucking love that. Yes. And it's in in her words, in the way she's saying them and how it's produced, like... The the whole emphasis on collaboration mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. and but it is so amazing, which I love and like and it, that plus her knowing what she wants and and just yeah. doing it and mm-hmm. trusting herself. It's I'll, I'll keep coming back to it because this album is like feels so strongly feminist and wonderful in that way mm-hmm. of just going like that. What if it does? What if it fails? Who fucking cares? Because we're all under construction. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm gonna do what I want to do here. It, it just really like spoke to me in that way. Which uh, yeah, I like. I could it be a lot. wrong, but by the time she got her deal, she had already been working with. Artists and yeah. writing songs. I for think she had been writing songs for a very long time with Timbaland and yes, yeah. And she, like, so she was like prepared mm-hmm. when on her, when to make her splash. She was. It's you know sometimes people who be, become an artist quickly they get sort of I don't know fucked up with that. Yeah. But with her, she she was able to kind of see it. Kanye, I feel like has the same kind of yes vibe he of like. Writing songs and yeah. Def Jam before he came out with an album. Yeah, and yeah. like producing so much that you know what sounds good to you mm-hmm. already before you do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. People like that, I feel like, have perfect albums. Yeah. Like, yeah. the college dropout is a perfect I album. Agree. Yeah. It is phenomenal. Yeah. And my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I don't think got enough credit. It is also, from top to bottom, a perfect album. I agree. Yeah, it's oh, we Kanye. Had a, we did an episode. On, on it's that one. great. Yeah. So, did you feel that you f- like fit in okay in high school, or was it like where you felt like an outsider? Or um, I was just talking about this with someone. I don't remember who, but uh, I feel like when you're the only minority in an all-white place, it only goes two ways: either people make fun of you for being different, or they embrace you and think you're inherently cool because you're different. Yeah. They thought I was cool. Ah, right. Right. I didn't get me fun of uh people were very interested about my hair when it would change (laughs) because i would have like long hair short hair red hair blonde hair and people just be like nicole tell me about it i feel like that's something like just based off your like um online persona that you embrace that too where you're like new way great like uh, i love like that's very cool yeah i i think it just comes from growing up like growing up people were very curious about it so i grow it as an adult i'm just like oh i guess if i just say that i'm wearing a wig nobody will go how can i touch it (laughs) yeah like happen And then the touching of the hair is very strange to me because I've never wanted to reach out and touch someone's hair. <laughs> nope. So when yeah. I see little fingies coming at me, I it just yeah. it makes me go, no, why? Why is it happening? And it happens so much. It has literally never been an instinct to me to want to touch another woman's hair. <laughs> it's e- very ever. weird. And so when I started reading about that or hearing about uh-huh. other women's experiences, it's very strange when it happens. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine somebody going, "Can I touch your body? <laughs> it, yeah. Your body yeah. looks different than my body. Can I touch?" But your at body? least, like the "Can I touch?" is better than I'm just a hand touch. reaching out slowly to touch you. <laughs> and you're like, uh, "How do I not make this weird?" But it's like, "But you've already made it weird." Yeah. It's a whole very strange thing. In Australia, they loved, they would like, it wasn't even like a touch. They would just like get their hands in it. And I was like, you can't. That's, and, and then they you would do, do you do it with a smile on your face when you say, like, because I, I don't know if I've ever seen you angry. I mean, I, we don't spend a ton of time mm-hmm. together, but I, I you know. Right after you leave the conversation, she usually gets really yes, mad. Yes, I start <laughs> screaming at people. 
I don't get super, super angry, but I try to be like, hey, uh, please, please don't touch me. And then a lot of times I'll go, why? And I go, because I am a person. This is my body. Yeah. And then I'm like, what are we, six? Like, I have to say that these are yeah. my boundaries and yeah. I don't want to be touched. Yeah. <clears throat> In Australia, they fundamentally didn't understand it. And I would, I would say, it's my hair. I don't want to touch your hair. And then they go, well, I want to touch yours. So, and I go, all right, I don't. Weird. Were you there for fun? Yes, my friend John Mason lives in Australia now, so I went to go see him, and he wants me to come back in January, and I was like, I don't want to, but I probably will go back. <laughs> oh, another thing about Missy Elliott is she had short hair mm. and was still sexy, and I felt like growing up in like, I don't know, like women with short hair weren't like considered super sexy yeah. they're still not really considered sexy like men unless it's like pixie cut seem to like, love, yeah, yes yeah. but then it's like a pixie cut with like a specific woman yes like a very small wayfish woman who's yes. just like I don't know long hair weighs me down yeah uh, <laughs> I prefer to blow away <laughs> yeah, I can't I, I've never attempted a super short anytime I've done it it just grows like out and it's not it's not short hair does not I'm not a pixie cut mm. I, I think if you have anything but like bone straight hair you just have to like work on it yeah. I cut my hair short like Missy Elliott in ninth grade she had like a like front bangs and then the back yeah. was like a pixie and I was like that I want I'm gonna do that specifically because I dyed my hair with Kool-Aid and my hair fell out and I needed to cut it <laughs> really uh-huh don't dye your hair with Kool-Aid <laughs> it's not meant to go in your hair <laughs> it's that... also like not meant to go in your body yeah. that's true is yeah. that something that was recommended to you or nope uh, I feel like one person was like I once dyed my hair with Kool-Aid and I said that's that's what I'm gonna do yeah. I mean the same like I've tried the putting lemons or like sun mm-hmm. into my hair. I mean, I'm dark hair. It doesn't, nothing. No, nothing's going to help. My hair is also, yeah. it's black. Yeah. Not, I have to like lift it to put a color in it. But I was putting packets of uh, Kool Aid and leave in conditioner and then just leaving it in my hair. So I mean, it dyed my hair because it dyes. Kool Aid is bad. Yeah. It dyes everything. If you drink it, your insides are probably like purple. Oh. It's not good. And uh, one day my mother was like, what is in your hair? And I was like, Kool-Aid. And she was like, ugh. And I didn't wash it out for like days. My scalp was red. My hair was this like burgundy color. It was a very cool color. Yeah. But then it just started breaking off. And then we had to go to the salon. And I cut it. And I brought in a picture of Missy Elliott. And I was like, this, I want to look like this. (laughs) So then I was like kind of sad about it. But then I like, I, I embraced it. And then I had it for a while. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, meet that nigga jigga fresh dress in the morning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Go back in the day. Come on. British nice and gold chains. Come on. Do the prep and cabbage patch. Come on. And wear your laces all fat. Back in the day. Hey, hey, hey. Hip hop has When I got older, I would like shave my head once every year. I would either like do a mohawk or some sort of weird thing where there was just like a little bit of hair on my head. I haven't done that in a while. Maybe I'll do it this summer. I was like, you saying that now, I'm like, I bet she's gonna do that too. <laughs> I might. I keep saying it. Last summer I was like, I'm gonna do it, and then I didn't. But maybe this summer will be the summer I shave it again. My hair naturally mullets. Really? If I grow it out, it just grows down here. It never grows. So that's my cross to bear. You should grow a mullet. I mean, it no. would be very in. You live in Los Feliz. That's I right. feel like people go, that's cool. Yeah. I like the beginning of this song a whole bunch. I just love the beat. Something like this. Doof. <laughs> if your radio is experiencing any kind of difficulty, turn the volume up. Yes. Turn, turn the volume up. Yes. Turn the volume up. This is an exclusive. Turn the volume up. 
is very necessary. On the contrary, no, you do not scare me. Is you drinking Bloody Mary? Police, you better hurry before I have to bury my attitude. Is bitchy because my period is heavy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that so much because yeah. she's not apologizing yeah. about it. She's just letting you know. Yeah, yeah. she's gonna teach you what a tampon is, Joel. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking listen. Listen. you'll figure You're it out. Only Missy listen. Elliott were there. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, like. My flow is legendary. Yeah, like I had never heard anyone talk about periods. Yeah. And I, I honestly, that may have like truly subconsciously influenced me because I don't, I made a choice, I guess in high school that I was like, I'm not hiding my pads. I'm not hiding my tampons because girls would like pass at you like in a sleeve. And I was like, no, I bleed. It's a thing that happens. It's awful and gross. And if boys did it, like we would hear about it all That's the time. Sure. All the time. Yeah. Well, it would be cured by now. Cured as if it's a fucking disease. <laughs> it as is if a it's disease. a curse. It's a curse. It is terrible. I, I think it took me to get into my 30s to really start being able to like feel mm-hmm. like I never hit it or was ashamed of it but carrying it up my sleeve that kind of mm-hmm. thing like well, that's where you put it yeah true. I mean that we have purses and stuff too I don't yeah. like wear it like as a mustache when I'm walking around <laughs> honestly what a treat that would be like uh oh Deb's on her period she's got her tampon mustache out but I try not to hide it and yeah. I try not to be ashamed or, or feel shameful talking about it mm-hmm. yeah or like anything connected to it and I, I think I'm still working on like I don't tweet about it but I think about it ev- mm. every month where I'm like every month I'm surprised when I get I'm like I get scared when I get it because all of a sudden mm. you're just like oh blood it's and it, the worst it's the worst <laughs> the but first I, time it happened I remember being like it's here I don't want I cried because uh, I didn't want it my sister had gotten it and she immediately started getting cramps and like was sick and then I was like oh I don't need to be a woman then like I don't I can stay a little girl yeah. forever I don't want it were you young when you got Mm-mm. it How old so my you? sister got hers in I think fifth grade Catherine that's young started puberty though. very early wow. she got little titties oh. she got braces and she got her period and that's then my body was like I see that it's not fun so mm-hmm. I think I got mine in like eighth or ninth grade yeah, like, like so late grade so I was I was like something's wrong with me yeah, yeah. I was late. No, it's great. It's like ninth or tenth. You yeah, had a great time. And I should have. And I like. I had my mom had taken me to the doctor to go. Like, what's is everything? Like, mm-hmm. we had to like just make sure because I was had the acne. I had all, I had yeah. all the negatives. No boobs. No period. That's. It. I mean, honestly, you were living the good life. I know. Like no titties. Your back was fine. Back still no fine period. though. Back no still mess. good. Still no, no titties. Mess. We're good. But that didn't. You didn't know you were living the good life. Then you thought you were well, freaking. Well, you feel or, left out. You yeah. feel left out, and everyone acts like it's this great thing, and it's not. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely not. Like no. we need to stop telling little girls. It's like when you become a woman, uh. everything beautiful happens. You'll get your period. You'll get your boobies, and it's like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, you get sick to your yeah, stomach, you and you can't get out of bed for awful. a week. Yeah. And then people go, "Why are you? Why are you being such a bitch?" And you're like. I don't know because I'm bleeding. That's, I've tried to stop apologizing for feeling emotional. That's a big thing I've been yes. really like, uh, uh, again, I'm going to keep bringing back to under construction. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like not going, sorry, I'm on my period or sorry, I'm PMS. I'm not mm-hmm. sorry. That's my body no, is feeling these emotions. Happening. My hormones are heightened. Yeah. I'm sad. So I'm going to be sad. I've stopped apologizing and I love it. I'm trying so hard and it feels good it's every time I can do hard. it. very hard. I was once called uh so when I was working with was like, hey, you came off on that conference call as like a little I was like, what, bitchy? He said, yes. And he was like, I think you should apologize. I was like, I'm not going to because it was a very frustrating conversation and I needed to make a point. And he was like, well, I really think you should apologize. So I said, fine. So my apology was, sorry if you think that I was coming off as bitchy, but I was just letting you know what I think. And he was like, that wasn't. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to. Good for you. I'm not going to. Because I feel like women get to be called bitches where like, if I was a dude and had the same conversation, they go, oh man, he really knows what he wants and that's cool. Yeah. And it's, I like Missy because Missy, Missy, for whatever reason, was a strong, powerful woman who never seemed like a bitch. And I don't know how she did that. I I think it's, I see similarities with you in that where you put comedy with it. 
you, you mm-hmm. you're laughing at the same time as making your point and it works because people don't Maybe realize that a point yeah. is being made until after the fact a lot of time I'm not I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's you're covering it with comedy but she's she is doing it in just the way we were saying it's this is a fun album mm-hmm. and she is fun when she's rapping and and like singing yeah. and all it, all of this and there's but there's words behind it mm-hmm. and she's Talking song, about death and yeah. oh, look, tons of stuff. She, this one is. And this song in particular, I think, is a great mix of strength and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this is another song I found myself singing in Los Feliz. <laughs> Joel Spence was singing Pussy Don't Fail Me Now. Like, it just started to. I wasn't like outright singing it, but I was like, Pussy Don't Fail Me. <laughs> I wish what a anybody dream. would have seen me. I would love to see that. <laughs> I picture her singing this song in a bathroom stall me legs up on a toilet mm-hmm. head down <laughs> singing directly to her, just to, into her pussy going like, like just like this is a pep talk pre-gaming <laughs> like, yeah. please be good he's just uh, watching TV going where is she where is she is she gonna come back we were good. <laughs> don't fail me now come on this is a beating her chest kind of moment and it's a, I think it's a funny thing cause like pussy don't fail me now I don't think anyone ever thinks about a woman being like not up to her standards yeah. during sex yeah. yeah but there's times where I'm like I was very bad I just (laughs) laid there and I didn't do one thing I never I don't feel like that's a pussy thing though I feel like that's just like I guess maybe that's (laughs) maybe maybe it is a tired thing like (laughs) I'm tired I'm not gonna do one thing right now (laughs) but if I lie there it's still you still won't fail you're doing great you're doing just fine you're perfect (laughs) going back to you saying that I do things with comedy I agree so I did this show and I didn't think once about it until this girl tweeted about it but I have a joke I read this Tinder conversation that I have with this man who asked me what ethnicity I was and I said I'm black and he goes that was my indifference I didn't really care and I was like oh well what are you white white trash privileged white or rapey white and then <laughs> he said rapey white that's the most fun people don't see it coming and then I like drop my jaw and I'm like I can't believe that and then this guy in the crowd like roared at rapey white and was like yeah and i was like did you just cheer for rape sir and then he like laughed and i was like no you can't do that because that's like a legitimate fear women have and then i like kept going with the set and then i talked about this this man i went on a date with who had a stutter and then i told a stuttering joke and then the man who cheered for rape went jesus and i went whoa what (laughs) you cheered for rape a second ago and now you're mad that i made fun with a man with a stutter what are your boundaries what who are you and i was like go the fuck home you're very terrible uh you can't be here or in life and then i when i got off stage stood in front of him and wagged my finger at him until the the host introduced the next comic and in the moment, I was just like, oh, I'm making light of this man cheering for rape. But then I was like, oh, I made a point. Yeah. I made a point to like the 200 people who were there that was like, no, rape's not funny. Yeah. It wasn't funny that that man chose that part of what I said to him to come back at me with. And uh, and then the more I do shows, the more I'm like, oh, I guess I do tell men, no offense, Joel, that they're trash yeah. with a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. And it's I, I my guess is, I mean, only you know this, but I don't think you're like, I'm going to do this through comedy. No. But I think that's no. what we learn as we so. go is like, you are heard when you are funny. Mm-hmm. And mm. that's when people listen to you the most. Because if I'm just sitting here preaching at you or like yeah. screaming into a microphone, it I'm a woman, be, I'm shrill, yeah. and I'm nobody likes right. the sound of my voice uh-huh. and this, that. But if I'm if I'm making you laugh while I do mm-hmm. it, it's people are lit or you have a better chance of people listening, whether it registers or not, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about that a mm. lot in here of like if people are actually if they're laughing because they understand or just laughing because it's funny. Yes. Like that it's uh either way you're getting into their heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I don't know. Yeah, so I think like I've it's it's an unintentional so thing, but it's intentional like at the yes. same time. I'm not taking away your agency in that because oh, you hundred no. percent are doing it all. Uh, you know what I mean. I did a show in Vancouver 
with my team doppelganger. It's we're three black ladies and we did a post-apocalyptic scene where we were children who survived this like terrible thing. And then we took on the tropes of an abusive relationship, essentially, because yeah. we were like, I'm just doing what my dad showed me. And then at one point, I was like, Sashir, or whoever her character's name was, I was like, you have to make me dinner. And she's like, I don't know how to cook. And I was like, you need to learn your place. And then this man after the show was like, man, I just loved it when you told her she had to learn her place. And I was like, you missed it. <laughs> you missed it. You missed it. <laughs> You missed everything. Because I think what we were playing into is like children only mirror what adults do and that's how awful things get perpetuated. And I didn't know how to be like, that's what we were, oh no. And then he like chuckled again and was like, ha ha, learn in your place. (laughs) (laughs) It happens a lot where people will pick that out and go, I really like that awful thing you said. And I was like, oh, but you missed the whole context of it. Like um, satire versus real. So like doing mm-hmm. that scene where some people re- oh. read that as real right. f- versus where you're trying to actually make a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like you're hoping some of your audience is reached in that way, but other times it like only perpetuates. They're like, good, she knows her place now. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's very like, it's a very fine line. It's a very like, it is a very, very, line very, very walk. fine line. I like the uh, nothing out there for me. This is kind of interesting it's to me. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah, this song is, I think, perfect because uh, men are trash and I feel like a lot of women get very caught up in relationships with men and pleasing a man that Mm -hmm. they like lose sight of their friends and a life outside of a man. So Mm. I love Missy being like, no, he's bad. Yeah. Come out. I don't yeah. want any money, but come out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that it's Beyonce being the, I don't know. There's just so much. I mean, honestly, this is the the precursor to Lemonade. Yeah. Mm. She stayed inside with Jay-Z yeah. and then had to make Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a perfect album. I thought Beyonce was a perfect album, but Lemonade is the perfect album. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait! I haven't listened to it enough, but it's oh boy, I've listened to Lemonade a stupid amount. Yeah. I just like it so much. Yeah. I I like that she's doing. I wish Missy would do like a visual album. I wish she would just do. I love that. I don't want to say trend, but like that—that's what's I mean, like I Lemonade was trend, so but cool. It's where it was great. like it's cool. It's this a is piece. not just an album. It's a yeah. piece. Yeah, that was so cool. And I think it's like a like with a comedy special when someone does a very cohesive like Ali Wong's. I think is a very good example of a cohesive piece because yeah. she had a runner about uh, not wanting to work, and then yeah. at the end it's a fun little twist. And that to me is like a cohesive piece, and it's nice as opposed to like here's some jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're actually saying something and it's visual, yeah, mm-hmm. like the, the visual of it was so cool. Like, I feel like this is a, like a piece because yeah. uh, everything I feel like has something to do with uh, working on something. Yeah. yeah. I do like, I kept coming back to, and I like I had to reread a, up a little bit about like Aaliyah and Left mm-hmm. Eye and stuff like yeah. that, but that was like something that was like so interesting and I'm just going to keep bringing you back to like the feminist element of it, but like this lifting women up and how many women she was like, no, I'm going to help you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know about any uh, other things. Like, if if she's... I'm going to assume she's always like that. That's Missy? kind of her deal. Yeah. Yeah, well, Missy, I feel like... I think the... On the real world, she had this girl, Lil Mo, I think, on a couple of songs. And then she worked a lot with Aaliyah. And then there was Tweet, if you remember Tweet. Yeah. Missy was trying to help Tweet out. I don't know what happened with Tweet. And then, like, Sierra... Sierra and then retweet 
<laughs> this is why we're sitting across tweet from each and other. And retweet. <laughs> I gave Joel thumbs up. Thumbs up. Maybe that's why Tweet had to go because the social media platform came to town <laughs> and there wasn't out. room for two tweets. <laughs> <laughs> but that all the like, it's very on the nose. All the like, Aaliyah and, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, very direct. left eye stuff. But like, it, that's a, what a fucking crazy year mm-hmm. of like, Lost. Did Aaliyah and Left Eye die the same year? The same, I think, not the same calendar year, but I think within a year of each other. Oh. I, I think somewhere in there. And I didn't realize how young. Now, I think I always thought of like, Left Eye is like much older than me. Mm-hmm. And then looking, she was like she was 30. Her, yeah. And I was like, Jesus. And then Aaliyah was in Christ. her 20s, right? Yeah. But, like mid 20s? Uh, yeah. Was that your first step into comedy, was taking mm-hmm. improv classes? Well, I went to a theater school, mm. the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. A terrible, terrible, terrible school. <laughs> but I was there for two years, and we had improv there, and I was like pretty good at that. And I was like, ooh, improv is fun, but I did not see improv as like a ways to make comedy. I yeah. thought it was like an exercise that you did to uh, support yeah. your, your acting, yeah, yeah, yeah. to figure out a choice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, so yes, me too taking improv class at UCB was like the first step to me going, I think I'm a funny person and I think I want to figure out how to continue being funny. Mm-hmm. And then stand up out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember. I wish I had my like, I remember my first improv show that I saw. Like, I, I don't have that memory. I know it was something. It was probably like Ask Cat or Harold mm-hmm. Knight. But one of the first ones I can like fully remember was the first year I was taking classes. I started taking classes in May and went to DCM that August. Um, and I saw Doppelganger oh. there. That was one of the first shows that I, that I can like fully. I don't remember any like specifics from it, but I remember was seeing you Chelsea? guys. Was it at Chelsea? Yeah, it was at Chelsea. Oh, okay. You missed our first year at DCM. Um, it was bad. <laughs> I'm glad, I guess. It was 4 a.m. and I was wasted. No, it definitely wasn't that. I think it was like a good slot if I remember. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember exactly because I remember seeing you guys later and going like, that's this group I saw. How often do you perform with Doppelganger? Uh, now, not very often. Now it is whenever I'm in New York, which has been less now. But so Shira and I perform a lot together because she'll be out here. Yeah. So I'll be like, hey, Beth. Beth, Beth. <laughs> Beth, Pal. You don't even have to do that. All you. Killer Blues has slots. Of course she's going to say that. Yeah, she's been she's very good to us. She's like, all right, let me figure out something. <laughs> are there other songs that you want to, that are significant um, to you? Uh, what is the one I'm thinking of? So the gossip? Like, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. 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 I love Ludacris so much. He's so joyful in the way he, he is. Like, yes, Ludacris is also like another rapper who I think is a uh, very charismatic and joyful yes. and playful, like yeah. just yeah, yeah, very playful. I saw Ludacris on a plane and this man was like, "Oh man, I love you so much. Can we get a picture?" And then this old white woman was like, "I don't know you." But oh. he seems to know you. So I would like a picture too. And I was like, this is very funny. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, he took pictures of yeah, people. He was nice. very nice and kind and smelt like money and looked very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. This video is really fun. Uh huh. I like it. Watching those videos where I'm like, oh, she's the same people yes, in those videos. which is very, very nice. I like that when people, she uses this little girl a lot. Yes. This little girl dancer who was incredible. The, the white girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With brown hair. Yeah. Yeah, I like when people reuse people. Yeah. I'm gripping these kids. Did you hear? I love my feathers, my fur. I fly like a bird. Chicken heads on the brown. Yeah, this song is so fun. Yeah, I think every song on this album is fun. Yeah. And it's uh, it's different, because I feel like uh, Missy's So Addictive was more, not like techno-y, 
but it was less playful. And then uh, The Real World was dark. That's a very dark album. Like, yeah. my favorite song from that is She's a Bitch. <laughs> and it's just like, she's a uh, uh, bitch. And I <laughs> loved that. Yeah. Like, uh, listening to that for the first time, I was like, yes, bitch is not a bad word. Yeah. Like, you can use it to, like, be hurtful and mean, but, like, you can also, like, own it and be like, yeah. Yeah. This just means I know what I want. She feels like one of the first people to try and like reclaim that mm-hmm. word, yeah. and I, I still think it's used. I don't. I don't know if it was like fully successful because <laughs> people are still like, "Man, that my workload's a bitch," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "You, you know what? You don't know what you're saying. You know what you're saying, but you don't know what uh-huh. you're saying." But it does. She like owned that and took yeah. it back. I, I, mm-hmm. It's. Um, I'm still like try to use it less and less, but. I don't know. I, I think she yeah. When we see improv classes, or sometimes, like the hair raises on the back of my neck when I yes. hear it. In when pla- a dude calls a woman a yeah, bitch, I'm yeah. always like, "Woo! <laughs> okay, ouch! Yeah. Stop!" I don't know. This doesn't sound mean. I don't know how you teach improv with like people being so just awful. You shame mm. them. Like, how do you? You shame them. Because at this point in time in my life. I don't know how I can watch someone be like racially insensitive or just like anti-feminist or like like an asshole. Like you, you I question, or at least my experience is I question, and I I'm not great at shaming, but I will do mm-hmm. something like, okay, so you thought it was funny to try and masturbate on Kristen. <laughs> oh God. Um. So do you guys think that would be funny? Do we want to see John masturbate on Kristen for an entire 45 minute set? Yeah. 45 minutes. I don't know what the fuck 45 minutes. <laughs> but I'm like, you know. but I'll just like keep digging in and going like, okay, so John, what did you think was funny? Oh, so you that's pulled, great. You pulled your improv dick out. Yeah. And then started to masturbate on somebody. What it tell, verbalized to me because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Like, did you guys think that was funny? And I, I'll ask the class and then a lot of people are quiet. And then yeah. uh, like, then you keep pushing that person going, mm-hmm. well, what do you think is funny? Do you think it's funny that you took your dick out? Do you think it's funny <laughs> that like, do you think like coming on a woman who doesn't want it is funny? Do you think yeah. like, pushing your body against somebody who's not interested? You know, like, and just, I mean, I'm saying That's it much great. better now than I do in class, but mm-hmm. yeah. I try and question a lot of going like, well, what do you think? If you can verbalize to me what you think is funny about that yeah. and show me what you think is funny. That's great. I can all do that. I don't that. think I would have the like wherewithal to do yeah. that. This is years of teaching now yeah. though. So like it's taken me a long time to yeah. find and that voice for, and find that ba- balance. For the... I give like an improviser like one pass on that mm-hmm. stuff because it's scary, uh, a, th- a scary thing to do, and they don't know sometimes the choices they're making. But I do call it out, yeah. and, I, and I do some of this very similar sort of. Yeah, you found that funny, but was it? Or, or we were some people were laughing, but are those the laughs you want? Because those were laughs at just like the audaciousness of yeah. what you just did. And intention, and, I think. Intention, too. Yeah. If if I feel like somebody really didn't mean that, then I'll yeah. take a different path with that. But I think if somebody's like, I'm gonna be funny, and I'm yeah. gonna for sure like, you have to go right at that. Do yeah. something yeah. like more salacious than you know. Yeah. They don't say salacious. Just <laughs> but, more hateful. If I feel like there's hate mm-hmm. behind it, then I'll, I'll push that yeah. really hard. But if not, I try and use it as like, well, you said you're gonna try and Jew somebody down. You know, just so you know, that's an offensive term yeah. to use. I'm I'm Jewish. There's other people mm-hmm. that are Jewish. It doesn't necessarily. You don't have to worry about offending specific people, but. You have to think about your Wait, intention. What does it even mean to juice someone Bargain. Uh, oh, that's not nice. Lesson learned, no. right? Yeah. Well, I'll put that in my pocket to use later. Oh, good, because oh, good, <laughs> we didn't even tell you about the segment we do at the end, which we'll talk oh, about yeah. in a second, but it's lesson learned. We yeah. talk about what we learned from today's podcast, so hold on to that. Okay. Because we forgot to warn you at the top. Yeah, <laughs> and I always forget about it. Me too. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, and then once the second time it happens, and I'm like, all right, dude. Uh, if if they happen mm-hmm. to make a choice like that again, and it's 99%. Okay, dude. Yeah, like it's all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very rarely do I have a woman that's mm-hmm. masturbating yeah. on a guy. <laughs> yeah. All right, girl. You haven't taught me yet. <laughs> for 45 minutes. I told, I told you, intention. You could do it for 45 minutes and it would fucking kill Nicole. It would be so funny because Excuse the intention. Me. All right, who found that funny in all the, <laughs> the whole me. audience? Except that one guy that was yeah. like, bring back the rape joke. <laughs> I always like the groove of slide. It's good. All the beats are just. Yeah. 
So good. I yeah. think every song on this album has such a fun, funky beat. Yeah. yeah. That like you could just listen to. It's one of those albums that like I don't skip songs. I can listen to it yes. all the way through. Yeah. yeah. There's no filler. Nope. My twinkies look stanky on the. Most of her songs, uh, she says this is another Missy Elliott mm-hmm. uh, production. This is a be- Missy Elliott production. <laughs> Do you ever introduce uh-huh. every one of your jokes as here's a Nicole Byer <laughs> joke? <laughs> Honestly, I should. All right, you guys ready for another Nicole Byer joke? Okay. That adds a that good be, chunk of time to your set if you need honestly, to kill time. Honestly, yeah. No. It's hard when you're writing new material, so maybe I'll start doing that. And even her like little tangents in between, yeah, like, like they're very like unrehearsed and, uh-huh. and nice. Mm-hmm. But it, so it, I, I like the rawness of it of her just going like, "This is what I'm feeling right now." Maybe it is written out, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. I don't feel think that. so. Yeah, I felt like and one or two like takes a, max kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a pat on the back to be like, "You could do it." There's, yeah. she says one thing where she was like. Uh, you could put on a glove like Michael Jackson, whatever. It's hip hop. Yeah. It's hip hop. And it's like, yeah, it's just life. Like, you don't have to take everything so seriously. Yeah. Do put on one glove if that's what you want to do. The yeah. part where she's talking about Prince, and she's like, oh, yeah. He took his butt out. Yeah. And we were all waiting for him to turn around. <laughs> he didn't turn around. I was like, yeah, I guess I would yeah. probably be waiting to see Prince's yeah. dick too. Yeah. Huh. Where is it? Except when he pulls out his improv dick <laughs> and then masturbates on Chris. For 45 minutes. <laughs> Good set, everyone. Good set. <laughs> I'm using words I never use. I never say set for improv. I never. <laughs> I don't say masturbate on all that often. Yeah. <laughs> all that. Masturbate often. is such a strange word. Masturbate. Yeah. Masturbate. I use constantly. Masturbate on. <laughs> masturbate on. You masturbate oh, on. This right masturbated after, yeah. on someone. This album has made me more comfortable talking about masturbation. Yes. I think this album has made me made me more comfortable just talking about everything. Yeah. Mm. Like uh, I I specifically remember the period line in the other song being like, oh yes, she has it. Everyone, yeah. all women have yeah. their period. Why don't we talk about it more freely? Yeah. I just uh, I just read Lindy West's book, Shrill. Uh, I've only read half of it, but I really like it. It's great, and just she talks about her period for a long time in it, and it's <laughs> great. Like every part of it, I, I connected to in different ways, and it, it's just it's a very good book. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's it. But she talk, just the way she talked about her period the whole time, I was like, yes, yes, this is, <laughs> yes, it was a, it is a curse, and I still hate it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, mm-hmm. but we have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like great. the most I got about periods growing up was, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Oh yeah, Judy Blue. Yeah, that's the classic. Uh, yeah. That's, it's such a good book. It's I gotta read book. it again. Our um, in maybe my fourth grade class, one of my first like, t- we used to talk about sex. You know, like girls, just everyone yeah. talks about it with their friends. But we passed around the book forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Judy Bloom's adult book. Oh um, yeah, that right. we like each took turns reading and passing around our fourth grade class. Um, fourth grade, I feel like that's early. I think so. Yeah. It was like fourth or fifth grade because it's it it was yeah. early because I just remember there was yeah. like. It's sex in a driveway or something yeah, like that. And then and her I'm boyfriend like, names his dick. Oh, yeah. I have to reread that. It's a that. very weird specific that I was like, ew. What's yeah. the name? Does, I can't remember. <laughs> but he like Details names it something matter. and she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although that one I was a little bit more of like, I still think not as sex positive as. No. So, like, that was if more I'm like, remembering correctly, I think it's very not sex yeah. positive and that man is shitty to her. Oh, yeah. really? And... I can't remember it, but I, I read it like I a remember. couple times, and I was like, "Oh, this is so scandalous." I wonder if I'd still think it would, like if it still feels remember. like dirty reading it. Reading. I might just. Did you read Blubber? Yeah. No, that was my first. Judy is that <laughs> her other se- super sexy one? <laughs> <laughs> just very sexy Blubber. My dick's called Blubber. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what segment should we close out um, um, with? Oh, uh, gosh, so many. We already did our, this particular song is very, very important to me. So I think we should talk about what we learned today on this podcast. I would not have known to not dye my hair with Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, I would not have either. I thought that would be like, ah. Uh, so it does feel like a sun kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. 
Um, so maybe I, I might still try it. Oh, your hair's just gonna if fall right me, out. If you see me with red hair, it's gonna fall right out. I'm not out. gonna do it with leave-in. I learned to not do it with leave-in conditioner. No, it'll fall out. No, it's, to not it do it with leave-in conditioner. But I think it'll fall out anyway. Oh, it will. Fine, I won't do it. Fine. Fine. Because it's like granulated. It's like putting sugar in your hair. It's sharp. Fine, I won't okay. do it. I learned to juice someone down <laughs> is to haggle. <laughs> I learned I should that use Joel it does often. not know what a tampon is even now. <laughs> you put it up your one. sleeve, right? Yeah. <laughs> Joel learned goes. that if women are wearing long sleeves in not cold weather, <laughs> yeah. that they are on their periods. Yeah. <laughs> Look for Nicole on Loosely Exactly Nicole uh, on Facebook. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Nicole Byer. That's N-I-C-O-L-E-B-Y-E-R. Thank you. Oh, and also the the Facebook page. So uh, the Facebook fan page, right? Yeah, I think it's just Nicole Byer. Uh, on Facebook.com. Yeah. Very bad at this. I don't know. You're great at it. That was perfect. Technology's hard. Social media's hard. Right. Thank you, Nicole, for joining Thank us. Thank you this for having really me. Fun. Thank you so much. This was great. Yeah, this a is pleasure. a great album. This is really yeah. it was great Thanks. to talk this about. This was fun. Good choice. Good choice. This is a fun podcast. Maybe I'll listen to it. We'll <laughs> see. Thanks for listening to This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at This Particular Album. Follow us on Twitter at Particular Album. This show is produced by Joel Spence, Deborah Tarika, Ryan Middledorf, and everyone at Campfire Media. Artwork by Anna Salinas. Music by me, Joel Spence. See you next time. TMZ. E. MTV. Refinery29. What do all these companies have in common? They bring you celebrity news and they didn't hire me. You know I had to do it to them. That's what I bring to you. Extra Extra on Campfire Media Podcasting Network. Extra Extra is a hot buffet of all the delicious celebrity news and gossip you want and need. According to me, because my opinion is the only one that matters, obviously, tune in every Tuesday as my guests and I share our unwanted and unfiltered opinions on all your favorite celebs. No celeb is safe. I'm looking at you, Mila Kunis. Listen now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Campfire.